This podcast right here is called I Said What I Said with Joe and Janelle, where we talk about any and all sports, in particular, the Dallas Cowboys. What do you do, Janelle? What's up, good people? It's all good. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. It's all good. We got a lot of ground to cover. Sure. Let's get it. Hey, the Cowboys, the Cowboys dusted the Rams off 43 to 20. What what's going on? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And guess what? All we had everybody was on all cylinders, wide open. Yeah. Um, that was the other part, you know? Yeah, they used they used everybody, everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You saw Gallup a little bit. You saw uh, Brandon Cooks a little bit. You saw the tight ends. Uh, Ferguson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You saw uh, C. D. Lamb. For you know, sure. Tony Tony Pollard got got a little bit a little, little bit going. They they look good. I mean, it didn't start off that way. It started off with Mr. Prescott getting the crap knocked out of him a couple of times. You know, then he then he made his adjustments. And I mean this this for sure, for this, sure. this thing right here is Dak Dak is really making his own putting his own stamp on the offense. It started out with that West Coast stuff where they talk about the footwork tied to the drop back and when he dropped back his footwork will tell him when to take off and all that. I think he played structured until he couldn't play structure no more. You know, now he running and he's scrambling and he doing, you know, he doing a lot of things that we seen him do before. And maybe just maybe, you know, with with a combination of him doing that and what uh, coach Mike calls, maybe maybe he's making his offense his own. Maybe they maybe they found something. Cuz I mean, when he when he got circumstances well, when somebody chasing him or the line ain't playing good, I think he can. I think he does a good job of uh, improvising. Uh, when it's just straight oh, drop back, sure. when it's yeah. straight drop back and look, look for the receiver. I think he get kind of choicey. Then I think he started trying to force the ball, but it seemed like when he when he improvising, he he a little bit better. It took us eight years to get here, but he might be in a good place. Well, you know, again, I think it's been noted he had to get, you know, Mike didn't get to do his system at first, had to get Kelly out, then had to adjust to that. So, you know, he getting in his stride right now yeah. with week eight. Yeah. Yeah. Year eight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's all good. I mean, that's that's the truth, though. He didn't. He didn't run it. This is his first year in that system, so maybe they working the bugs out. Maybe they working out. I just feel like that Dak is doing whatever he can to win. It would have been two games in a row with no turnovers after turning the ball over, you know, so much last year. Uh, he went the Chargers game, no turnovers, no interception, no fumble. This game, he had to tip. He had a tip ball that was intercepted, so that wasn't wasn't his fault. It was tipped at the line of scrimmage. So basically, you can say he didn't turn the ball over two games in a row. 
which is pretty good, which is pretty good. I mean, I just want I, – I love Dak. Some people think I don't, but I love Dak, and I think that he was the reason we won, not the reason we didn't win. And he need you know, he need to do – he don't have to be Superman, but he need, he need to do that more often. That's what I think. It's not that we don't think you love Dak. We just – we're just like that. We think you bring up all the old stuff all the time. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it is what it to, is. He's trying to show us that he's improving. Well, it ain't that old. Three weeks ago, it wasn't old when he threw three against the 49ers. But, I mean, three weeks, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, let's look. In his defense since then, the 49ers have been beat. Maybe we didn't do it. But they still got weaknesses. Yeah, 49ers is a cowboy problem, not an NFL problem. That's what I think. I think they the cowboy they got the Cowboys number, and somebody might do us a favor and knock them off in the playoffs because they do have weaknesses, or they might not even make it to the playoffs. They done lost three in a row. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, the NFL is, uh, as you said, not for long. It things are changing yeah. each week. Yeah, they change. Yeah, our uh, our division is changing. Our division is changing. Um, we got the Eagles up yeah. next. Yeah, we got the Eagles up next. Um, Jalen Rose that's walking. A, that's a change. Yeah, the Eagles lost to the Jets. Who knew? Yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's one. They're six and one. They playing. They're not playing that well, but they winning. They having red zone problems like the Cowboys, but they winning. Uh, Jalen Hurts' knee is in a knee brace, but they winning. I don't know. I, I think they need to protect Jalen a little more. They got the, the fourth down play where they all, you can either call it the brotherly shove, or the touch push where they all get lined up real close and it look like rugby and they go for it on fourth and one. I think that's banging him up. He came out earlier this week and said he got hurt dropping back to pass, not running, but don't nobody believe that. He run too much. He put himself in uh, harm's way. They call a lot of plays where he get hit. I don't know how long. He better get his money now because I don't know how long his career is going to last like that. Well... We know that he got a pretty uh, hefty contract. Yeah. So I'm sure that's, you know, he's their their future. Or so the Eagles think. So yeah, they don't. I, it would it would behoove them yep. to protect him. Yeah, they don't act um, like he's the future with some yeah. of the play calling. Yeah, you're right. He is the future. They don't act like it, though. They don't play like it. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I think with some of the moves that other teams in the division made, what what did Washington do? Well, it's like you know. Here's the thing that, like you said, Jalen still he threw for four touchdowns on an injured knee, right? To beat the Commanders, so you know, um, I feel like. He, you know, he he's one of those players. He downplays, you know. Yeah, he does. His, he downplayed everything. His um, injuries, 
Um, as long as I feel like he thinks he can, you know, um, you know, he can play and he feels like he can, you know, pull it, pull it off, you know? Well, NFL players ain't going to never tell you when they hurt, you know, he threw four touchdowns on the commanders. The commanders have already quit for the season. They traded, uh, Chase Young to San Francisco. 49ers. And they traded uh, the other the other pass rusher to the Bears. That that's a sign that we give up on the season. When you're not extending or trying to re-sign good players, you done gave up on the season and probably in the next couple of years, probably be rebuilding. Well, they're three and five, of course. The only other team in our division that's under you know, is the Giants. They're two and six. Um and then, of course, the Eagles and ourselves are number one and two in the NFC East. So, yeah, I think I mean, that maybe that is maybe that's what they thinking. We'll just try again next season. Yeah, I think the division is 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 ready. It's just gonna be them two teams right there. Long as we take care of business, long as the Cowboys take care of their business and don't let down with nobody. You know, don't let down against these weaker teams. You got to beat Washington. You got to be Washington twice. You got, you got to make sure you jump on them and don't have no letdowns. And then it'll be neck and neck with us and the Eagles. Because I think the Eagles will lose again. And keep the foot on the gas. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think the Eagles will lose again because I, I think that Jalen has a penchant for getting hurt every year and missing games because of the way he played, the reckless style that he played, and the way they call plays for him. So. We'll see. I look. I mean, I think they back up this year might be Marcus Mariota, and he ain't good at all. So, if they got to play a backup, it might be the same thing where they had to wait for Jalen until the playoffs, and then we sneak up on them. We could even win division, but they real strong. The Eagles are real strong in the playoffs, but that's that's a little ways away. It's just saying that it's shaping up that it look like the Cowboys and the Eagles are going to be uh, – the, the the toast of our division. Well, that's usually how it turns out, right? Oh yeah, yep, yep. But you you know you expect people to, you expect people to do something like the other teams to make a little noise. But man, it's early. I mean, the Giants don't even have a quarterback. I think they got a rookie named Devito from Illinois that threw from minus one yard. They, as a team, they threw for minus one. I mean, for minus nine. I've never seen that in my all my years in NFL. I've never seen a minus nine. I've seen 24, 26, 34, anything, something under 50, but never minus nine. And what they do is they take the when – you, when you get sacked, how a person gets minus nine yards is when a quarterback gets sacked, it counts against his passing yards. So if you throw for 15 yards, but then you get sacked for 24, or you get sacked for 24, 24 yard losses or 24 yards worth of losses, then you minus your pass 15 passes yards from the, the loss yard. Now you minus nine. Just incredible. I, I can't believe they 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 had. I can't believe they signed didn't sign a, a better backup to Tyrod Taylor. And when Tyrod Taylor got hurt, I mean he only threw for eight, and Tyrod Taylor got hurt. That was it. So, yes. well, the rumor is is that if Daniel Jones is not ready to go, 
of course, you know, everybody has an opinion about three quarterbacks out there that might. Um, veterans that, you know, maybe could hold their own. Of course, a name we haven't heard in a while, Colt McCoy. Okay. Um, he's out of long, you know, he's a former Longhorn. Yeah, Colt can um, hold it now. Colt serviceable. Yeah, that's what they say. That's it? They're like, he might not have a ton left in the tank, but he's, you know, he's no stranger to the Giants organization. Yeah. And he could bring things to the table that DeVito couldn't. Yeah, Code is Code is uh Code is serviceable. He a good I'm I'm surprised he didn't have a job. I think he was with the Cardinals and they cut him. I think the Cardinals was trying to tank or something. But uh yeah, I think Code is very serviceable. If he in shape, he'll be better than than the rookie. Hell he might even be better than Tyron Taylor, but we'll see. Did they have any did 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 you did you notice anybody else out there? Or was that it? Yeah, they talked about Ian Book. No. I'm not as familiar with no. him. Ian Book is a guy out of Notre Dame. Brought him in for a workout. Yeah. But opted not to sign him after they elevated DeVito. I'm sure they regret that now. Well, Ian Book played with the Notre Dame, and the last team I knew he played with was the Saints. He all right. He ain't really made no noise in the NFL. Yeah, I would. I don't know. DeVito was probably already familiar. You know, it's a toss-up with him and DeVito. DeVito was all probably already familiar with the system. And then uh, sometimes that makes the difference when you got some signing somebody off the street. Now, Cole McCoy being a pro long enough where he can adjust to any system. And he's mobile. And he's just he a pretty good quarterback. Like I said, I'm surprised he wasn't on anybody's roster. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I would sign the only saying, last one, again, I'm not familiar with him either, is uh-huh. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley, no. Matt Barkley played with the Eagles. Mike, Matt Barkley is a good backup and a guy who never plays. So if he, you know what I'm saying, once he got his chance to play, he wasn't no good. So Yeah, they're saying that he has experience under Brian Dayball, but... I don't know. They're saying he's likely the safest option um, among the other ones. But, again, I watched Colt McCoy play it, you know, when he was a Longhorn and when he came. So, out of naming the three and saying I'd put my money on Colt. (laughs) Yeah, Colt, I I would say that too. Colt's been a pretty good pro. He done bounced around and backed up some people, but he been pretty good when he get a chance to play. Um, Matt Barkley, not so much. That's what I'm saying. Matt been in the, been around the league, but he haven't played a lot. Yeah, I bet Matt. He's only had like seven career starts. Yeah, he ain't played a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he was he was good in college, and he backed up with the Eagles a little bit. He done bounced around, but uh, Matt Barkley ain't gonna. No, I would just say that. Yeah. I would say stay with stay with. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't like Coke playing against the Cowboys because when he was with the 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 Commanders, he was pretty good, and uh, he had a penchant for giving the Cowboys hell. And he he's just a gamer. I mean, he don't do much in practice, but when he get in the game, he pretty good. But yeah, that's the Giants' quarterback situation. Um, 
it's really a shame some of these teams, they'll pay one quarterback, they don't have a good backup. And then they know this is an injury field league and your third string guy, you know, he got to be able to play. So the Cowboys are stacked right there. You know, they got uh, Dak, they got Cooper Rush, they got Trey Lance. So, you know, and I think Trey might unseat Cooper Rush once he learned the offense. We'll see. I think what you know, I think what it is is people don't anticipate these teams don't anticipate having to go all the way to their third, right? No, nah, they I don't. Mean, they don't do a good some, job. Right? Some, some, you know, figure they better get at least a mediocre guy for third stream, but sometimes don't believe they'll go to the third. Sometimes it's a money thing. If you got a, if you're paying a quarterback, your first string quarterback, a lot of money then that third guy is either making rookie wage or he making uh he's making rookie wage or he making an NFL minimum and then your second guy got to sometimes he too he a old guy he got to take the veteran minimum they paying they paying Daniel Jones 40 million dollars a year but he ain't never really been that good and he ain't never really been that healthy so I don't know what they doing I don't know about this. I don't know but we don't spend too much times on the Giants' raggedy ass right now. <laughs> so, you know, on they, on they, on they quarterback situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it yeah. it does affect us though. And then you know, we talking about how the NFL work, you know, with that stuff. But uh, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up off top is that everybody making these trades, but Jerry said that uh, he's gonna stand pat with what he's got. You know, he said his, his his quote was, "I got we got a pat hand, we got everything we need right now." Um, I believe that. I believe that they 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 should have probably picked up another lineman. Uh, but uh, as far as the skill positions, defense, and all that, yeah, if it ain't nothing out there for you to get, and then you don't want to give up no draft choices and no players, and you know, uh, you don't want to create no other problems. No other financial problems. Uh, yeah, right. you don't trade for you don't go trade for somebody you know just because. You know, um, but yeah, that's that's uh, let, let's move on to the NFL beef. <laughs> Look, I, I segment that we need some music for. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, my bad. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not being a good producer right now. But uh, it's okay. We got we got to think about you know we all the stuff we have to cover. Some weeks it's a lot. Yeah, so. it is. It is. It's a lot. Well, NFL beef. CD and the Cowboys. He should be they they should be bosom buddies now because he um, they showed him love this past game. He, yeah. He was the go-to guy. 12 catches, I think. Yep, 14, um, 14 targets. Yeah. The nearest person had four. I think uh, Cook had four, four targets. Um, Gallup had three. I think the tight end had four. But uh, yeah. I, I think I think if you're going to talk about the beef. He had a couple touchdowns too, right? Oh, yeah. So. If you're going to talk about the beef, you got to talk about the doggone makeup. You know, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about the breakup and the stress and all that, hell, they they done made up. CD CD was seen on the sideline smiling. 
See, right. you know, he's talking about people reading his body language and they reading it wrong. Well, you were smiling this week. Was you happy or was you smiling about your birthday or what? What was you happy? I mean, you know, I think it's obvious that he was happy this week. And the cowboy, him and the cowboys, him and the cowboys made up. Everybody's happy right now. And I think they need to target him. See, the way that's the way that work is if he got 14 targets, but the other people, he had 10 more than everybody, but. He caught 12 passes. I think that's like 90-some percent. And I think if you if you get that percentage of targets to passes, then you keep giving it to him. And then once you give it to him, other teams will work to stop him. And then once they start pulling the coverage over to him, then you're going to see Brandon Cooks. You're going to see Gallup. You're going to see the tight end. You're going to see other people. Turpin going to start doing things. And Turpin, Turpin showed out uh, Sunday, too. Uh, yeah, didn't he have a run back? Yeah, he had a couple of them. He had them called back, too. Yeah. He had a couple of them. He had one of them called back. Um, the other beef I want to talk about as far as Cowboys is concerned, Emmitt Smith had beef with the Cowboys organization. He said what? he said they're not doing Dak. They're doing Dak a disservice because Dak only needs to throw the ball at the most 35 times. The Cowboys need – he said the Cowboys should have kept Zeke. He was not. He was not happy with them getting rid of Zeke. Zeke, yeah. He said he liked the one-two punch between Pollard and Zeke Elliott. Yep. I mean, I did too. And like I said, it's it doesn't seem right for Zeke to be gone, but we know it's a money issue. It's a business. Yeah, it was. It was, but they don't. They still don't. It still don't look right though. Yeah. You know, they don't. I mean, I'm, I understand what Emmett is saying, but that's Emmett. Taking up for another Dallas Cowboy running back. It's a brotherhood, you know. Right. And uh right. yeah, they haven't looked right without him because Tony was better as the as the second, you know. Tony was more explosive, but now Tony getting a lot of the carries. He only had twelve on Sunday. He was twelve for fifty three. They let him get in and get out. He looked he looked all right. But I think him being the number one guy is taking him and him him being the number one guy is taking a toll on him and him coming back from the leg injury. You know, remember he broke his leg against the 49ers in the playoffs. Mm, okay. So, yeah, that's, you know, they always say they fine. But, every you know, when you come back from injury, you don't never come back to normal. You come back to the new normal, what your new normal is. You know, that's, every, that's in everyday life also. You know, when you do rehab, sometimes you get back 100%. Sometimes you get back to what the new normal is. It's the same. Right. It's the same thing in football. Got to make adjustments. Oh Gotta yeah. Make adjustments. Oh yeah. Um, how about some Broncos beef? What you say they wow. they they won this they, week, right? They did. They beat the Broncos. They and, beat they beat the Chiefs. And they beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And of course, everybody will say it's because you know Mahomes had the flu. Well. I'm back to the whole Herm everything. A W is a W. Yep. You can't. <laughs> a win, you can't. You can't. Can't have it back. Yeah, you can't give them back. Yeah, we got. Well, here's the thing about about uh, I still I don't like Sean Payton no more. I used to like him when he was a Saints coach. I liked him when he was a Cowboys assistant. I even liked him when he was on TV. I don't like him because of the way he treating Russell, and they beat. They beat the the 
the Chiefs, despite their best effort to lose, Russell got to throw the ball like 19 times. I think he threw for 100 and some yards, but he threw two touchdowns. And they just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran. He's handcuffing Russell. He's not giving Russell nothing to work with. And he handcuffing him. And he blaming a lot of stuff on him. And it's almost like he didn't want to let Russell throw the ball just so he could say, hey, I won this game with my play calling. I don't like that. It's obvious what he's doing. If you don't want Russell, say you don't want Russell. But sit him on the bench, get you somebody else in there. You know. Right. Um, but, okay, we've had this discussion. They're not going to do that. Not as much money as they paid Russell to come there and do the job. Yeah. So, would it not make sense to get rid of Sean? Nah, nah, because you paid them both. It'd be more sense. I mean, you just fired a guy to get Sean. And you got to send the organization way back, back, back. And if Sean decided, if Sean woke up in the morning and said, it's going to be me or Russell, it's going to be Sean going. But as long as Sean want to coach, you know, it's all good. I think what happens is we don't know what Russell's cap number is. He might have a cap number of, I don't know, 40, 50 million. But it's hard to work around that. So you got to keep that quarterback signed so you can restructure his deal. And let's say you, you let's say his cap number is 50. Okay, you restructure his deal, make his cap number 40. You take that 10 million and you I'm not a capologist, but you take 10 million of that, you get his cap number smaller, you take 10 million of it and you sign other players. But if you cut him, the whole 50 counts against your cap number and you can't restructure nothing to re-sign nobody else. That's what they're going to do with Dak. They're going to extend him, and then he's going to get an absurd amount of money, and then they're going to restructure his deal, put it on the back end, so they can pay other people with the money. That's how it's explained to me. And that that, that salary cap stuff is, is, is super complicated. But that's the best I can that's the best I can explain how, how it happens. Um, now, nah, Russ is... Put it at the end of the loan, defer it. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. It, it defers like it. A so. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, but then what happens is when you when you trade somebody or cut somebody, it's all kind of accelerators in there that make that stuff count. So when you sign somebody to a long-term contract, he's pretty much yours until that number gets small enough that you can live with. So it might take them another year to do that. And I don't know. They won. They beat the Chiefs, but. It's kind of hard in the locker room to be kumbaya after you done went off on somebody like that. You know, it's, right, yeah. after you done been looking at me crazy. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, winning one game ain't going to solve that. But if you win six or you win five more, okay, okay. There's two things that help the pain, a good contract and winning. You know what I'm saying? If you say if you if you win, rubber win on something, it always feel better. Rubber contract on it, it'll feel better. <laughs> so you know that's that's the whole thing. I played on some bad teams that was bad, and we knew we was bad. So when we beat somebody, we was happy as hell. You know, the beer came out, all of that stuff. We was you know we was celebrating because we knew we was terrible. But the coach knew we was terrible. The players knew we was terrible. I can't say it enough. We was terrible, but when we won, we was brothers. Now, when you think you good and you think you you, you Russell Wilson and you think you a Super Bowl, when both of them guys won a Super Bowl, 
And now here it is, you blaming me, and I'm blaming you, and you talking all this noise, and ain't nobody going to be happy for a long time. They got to put a lot of winning between all that junk they was talking to each other. So uh, it's interesting. It's, that's why I always talk about them, even though they won, they still beefing. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Look, sometimes just one win is all it takes to create a momentum. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of wind, a lot of momentum for them scars to heal. Because he done cussed, he cussed, Sean Payton cussed the offensive coordinator out. He cussed Russell Wilson out. He talked about Russell kissing babies like he's jealous of Russell or something. He done took everything. And it's, 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 it, it is, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to see this season. It's always some drama. That's the soap opera over there in Denver. I can imagine what the newspaper's stay doing tuned. over there. Oh, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> But we gonna stay in the col. We gonna stay in the Colorado area. Let's talk about. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got some music for that. Hold on. I think I got some. Wait. Oh yeah, there we go. Is that that? That's that human jukebox, right? Jukebox. <laughs> the human jukebox. That ain't Pearl. That's ain't Pearl, right? That's my Aunt Pearlie, yes. Roger that. She is a Southern University Jaguar alumni. <laughs> We're going to give a shout-out to Aunt Pearl, and we're going to give a shout-out to my Aunt Minnie, who don't miss a show. Thank you. Oh, thank you. She don't miss thank a show. You. Showing us much love. And be sharing that yeah. thing, too. So let's get on. Sure. Let's get on to Colorado football. That's what we all here to. That's what we all here to talk about. That's what I'm here to talk about. Yeah. The Colorado Buffaloes, they lost to UCLA. Um, but it was a full, you know, full house. Yeah. Um, as usual, Coach Prime brings them to the yard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They sold out uh, Sold out the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um, what was the score? 20, I think it was like 28-19, 28-16, 28 Something yeah. like that. Um, I I got a bone to pick with Coach Prime because he he called out the uh, offensive line on his own team for not protecting uh, Shador. Coach, I would tell Coach, Coach, that's good and great, but you already knew they was bad when the season came. You about to get your son killed with y'all play calling. They not getting the ball out of his hand. They let him play the whole game. That ball was limping. It's not good for his future to get beat up like that. And if you got a bad team, you got to protect him with the play calling. They dropping that boy back, and he holding the ball, and he get the crap knocked out of him. You know, he's a pretty good player, and he'd probably be an NFL quarterback if they don't get him beat up at Colorado. Every time I watch Colorado play, I watch that kid get hit so many times because he's holding the ball, and that's coaching. He looking, he trying to, he trying to make a play. You can call plays that are designed to get the ball out of his hand and get him less beat up. That's what they did against TCU, and they won. But when they beat TCU, they started making him hold the ball. He only got sacked five times uh, against UCLA, but they beat him up. They hit him a lot more times than that. 
And he's been getting at least five or six, sometimes double-digit sacks against these teams. I don't know what Coach Prime is calling offensive line out. You know, he know more about football than I do, but it don't seem like it sometimes because he ain't calling the plays to, 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 to protect him, and he's leaving him in at the end of these games. And I think Shadur is a real talented guy, but I wonder if he's going to last the whole season. Yeah, I just think that they're, you know, offensive line and defensive line, they are small guys compared to the other teams. Like, yeah. you need to feed them and yeah. you need to bulk them up. Well, it's, the hard, it's hard to do when you got so many transfers that didn't go into your, pro, you know, your off-season program. And then it's really about money. Those kids are coming from Jackson State. Well, they eating good, but they ain't eating great. Like they gonna eat at Colorado, and then you get them in. Like you said, it's, 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 it's cool that you said they gonna. Yeah, you gotta feed them. They get bigger like that. Plus, he gonna get some more people in there. But the thing is, getting them in an off season program, uh, they don't pass the eye test when it comes to small people. They move the safety to linebacker, and the safety is light, but they moved him. He's, that boy. That boy is barely two hundred pounds, but they moved him. To uh, linebacker this week, and they all small. Uh, UCLA would have had a better offense; they would have thumped them bad. But they played good, which brings me to uh, Shiloh. They, they kicked Shiloh out the game for uh, targeting for a, a, a dirty hit, which wasn't a dirty hit. He led with the shoulder. Usually, the targeting is leading with the crown of your helmet. But uh, they asked Dion like at the half, and he said he he hoped they would review it because he did not believe that that call was correct. Yeah, they reviewed it on TV. They did. They they go to. I think I think what he's trying to say is they so they can review it, and and if you can get them to review it like after the game over with, like get a committee to look at it. Cause when right. you get when you get kicked out for targeting, you got to miss the first half of the next game. Okay. So if you get him to review it and change it, then what'll happen is he'll you know he won't get suspended. Maybe they'll reduce the suspension or he won't get it. Cause it looked like he led with his shoulder and his arm. Targeting is usually the crown of the helmet. And I've watched it over and over again. I ain't get a chance to slow it down, but it just looked in real time like he hit him with his shoulder. I mean, he a thumper, and he one of the most important players on their team, and that changed the whole game right there. So, no, I'm, I'd like to see him review that. But uh, Colorado is, is – uh, Coach Prime got some things to work on. Nobody said he was perfect. I'm, I'm I'm still proud of him. I'm still down with Colorado and Coach Prime. And oh, uh, yeah. I still say he's made college football Saturdays. Definitely, I should say Fridays and Saturdays because they have had a couple of games. Yeah, um, that's some bad scheduling right there. Yeah, and he made he it talked much about more that. Exciting, something to look forward to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He sure yeah he getting down for the culture for sure. You know, it's almost like people scared to say that Coach Prime doing wrong. I ain't scared though. <laughs> I 
change. Well, but. no, you not just you. I saw when they this UCLA game. Um, what's his name? Bubba McFarlane, which I don't. Oh, Booger, Booger McFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying, "Yeah, I know everybody is on Coach Prime's side, but you know, there's some things he needs to work on. Nobody wants to say so." No, it's not just, you know. Oh, you. okay. It's, well, it's some out there that's saying there's some things that could, you know. Yeah, I don't have too many. I don't have too. I don't have too many complaints about him because he's getting the kids to buy in. Like I said, I just want to. I don't understand why he's doing playing Shador like that because the play calling can help. You coach Shador up, you gonna, gonna be calling offensive line out. If they can't help it if they ain't talented. You know, that's your job to get some talent in there. And you knew before the season them guys were talented. Now, if them guys done quit on you, you, you definitely got a problem. And if that's what he's trying to do. Sometimes people got a little talent and they play hard and they they bust their behind and they you, they can't help it, so you don't call them out. But then you, if them guys ain't giving you what they, what, what they got and they quitting on you, yeah, you're supposed to call them out. We'll see. We'll see, and that that Pac ten, that Pac twelve is kind of hard anyway. It's a hard league anyway, but uh, yeah, it's all good. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. you know, for intriguing minds would like to know, mine being one of those. So next season they're going to be in a different conference, right? Yeah, they're going to be in the Big Twelve. That means they're going to come down right. here and play the Texas teams, Kansas, Baylor. Uh, TCU, um, they gonna be good next year because the conference. I think Texas is leaving, and uh, the conference gonna be. You know, it, it's gonna be ready. They'll be ready. It'll be a, it'll be easier than the Pac-12 to end now because those teams are pretty good, and they have they haven't played Washington. They haven't played Washington or Washington State yet. Um, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough because Washington is pretty good. All of those teams, Coach Prime, them are out. They pretty much outmatched from here on out. And so, for them to hold it close against TCU, and it probably would have been a easier, a better game if Shiloh wouldn't have got kicked out because he is one of their better players on the defense. That's horrible because he was knocking the ball loose. But uh, yeah, they outmatched, but it's still good. It's, I mean, it's still good TV calls. Uh, I was more excited to see them play UCLA, USC, teams that are ranked like the David and Goliath than I was to see them play Arizona State. And Arizona State was just as bad as they was. And then Stanford was bad too. But USC has proved not to be that good as, as everybody thought they was because they keep losing too. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's college football. It's football. It's the sport we love every year. Oh, and happy Halloween. For sure. Yeah, happy I forgot Halloween, that. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Um, so Colorado plays Oregon State next on Saturday, November the 4th. It's showing it's a 9 p.m. start. Woo. I don't know if we're going to make it. Woo. That's some nap right there. <laughs> That's nap time right there. You got to get a nap before you get there. You a nap earlier in the day. Yeah. 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 
I get up. I usually get up around six thirty every day yeah, for, no, a, for no that's reason. That's a midnight one at one a.m. kind of by the time it's finished. Yeah, before it's done. Yeah, it's probably midnight. Yeah. But we're gonna hang in there. I think Oregon State is a good team. They got a good quarterback. I think they rank too. So yeah, number sixteen. There you go. Get that number beside you. You know the, the, the prime them definitely gonna be overmatched. Then Oregon State don't really talk no noise. They don't really give you no nothing to get fired up about. And I'll, another thing I'm sorry about Coach Prime is that he played Travis Hunter the right way. He played him a little bit. You know, he, he, he didn't play him as much on both ways. He played him on more defense, and Travis made two cold-blooded interceptions. Happy to see him back out there playing and doing well. Yeah, it's a testament to youth. Yeah, that part too, for sure. Yeah, you know, you, you know, I wouldn't have been back, back out there. Yeah, I wouldn't have been back out there already. Okay. <laughs> no, I think I'd have still been saying it feels a little tender. I oh, don't yeah. know if I should. Oh, yeah, most definitely. For sure. Well, we got the Eagles coming up next. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know about this Jalen Knee situation. Is it going to be a factor? Or is it a non-factor? I think it is. I I think it's going to. It's always a factor. Now, he's had to brace on for a little while. He might be. He might be healing up. Um. We don't know how bad it is because they really don't tell you. And like you said before, Jalen is always downplaying stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You want you want to make a prediction? Oh, I, I hate to on this one. It's, this one's hard because I'm going to just tell y'all a little secret. When we drop out, I, I get on the Jalen bandwagon. So. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. All right. Jalen. When we done. Jaylen. But we ain't done yet. We, we ain't done yet. When we done. Yeah. It's Jalen. I'm, 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 I'm down with you that. Know. I'm down with that. I didn't really have a pick during the, uh, I really didn't have a pick during the uh, Super Bowl. Right. Either him or Mahomes. I kind of, once, once the Super Bowl start, I don't, I don't know who I'm picking until the game starts. And then it's kind of like that with me and my wife when we watching. It's like I don't know if me be pulling for different sides, but she be like, I don't know. Somebody missed the ball, she be like, dang, he missed the ball. And then somebody on the team missed the ball. I'm like, well, what you? Who you pulling for? I just want to see him catch it. All right, then. <laughs> me, I don't know. Well, I just kind of wait. I pull for Jalen because you know it just he was having you know a good season and. Just a young man who had his head right on his shoulders and, you know, was making moves and deals and doing things. And, you know, he was, you know, he was in the media about how he had, you know, these women leading him in his camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, all different ethnicities. Yeah. Um, He just, you know, was a good guy. Yes, yeah, so. you know what? That's that's a good point because 
I would ask you this. Like, Dak being NFL Man of the Year and all the stuff he does for charity, and then, you know, Russell doing that with his agents and being a good guy, that stuff don't matter if you don't win. When you win, you get the opportunity to do you know, when you become an NFL quarterback and you win and you become the face of the franchise, you you could be about me, 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 me. But I like the fact that them two guys and other people, too, that they start doing stuff for the community and for the culture and, for, you know, for charity and doing all this stuff. So that we kind of lose sight of that. That's what that's what makes uh, uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, um some of these Kirk Cousins, these guys that do so much for charity that we don't know about. And that the stuff that we do know about. Dak, Dak with all the things that he do, he get a lot of criticism. But, man, you cannot oh, talk. Sure. You can't talk noise about none of them cats, you know, that we mentioned about the stuff they do off the field. And the example. Yeah, I, I must say, and that's the one thing about Dak now, because um, – I worked in cancer care, which I still do. I shouldn't say did. But for four or five years, and I worked with um, one of the doctors who treated kids. And anyway, long story short, um, Children's Health Dallas. Um, There is a children's cancer fund that was started by, you know, a mom and dad who um, eventually lost their child, but they vowed for years to have this foundation. Anyway... The torch got passed from Troy Aikman to Dak, right? And they walk down like a runway type thing at this Children's Cancer Fund Gala with these children. And it's just cool to see. And then Dak, like, brings players in, right, Mm -hmm. to it so that they get to participate. And, you know, and just to see the smile on these children's faces because they see these players, you know, on – TV, but to actually get to like shake their hand and you know, nah, um, I, I, walk I, down the runway with them, it's pretty cool. I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I went to some cancer gallows myself with uh, my wife being in the show, and the energy and the emotion in the room is one thing when it's grown ups, but boy, you talking about some eyeball sweat if it was some little kids. Oh man, I I probably be on the floor. I'm just telling you, it's yeah. just it's just but emotional. They're tough, man. It, it is. They're tough. But yeah, they yeah. are. They're tough. That's that emotional charge. I mean, I know, I'm just saying, I got the emotional charge. I got me and my daughter cheering for my wife. You know, she did a little fashion show. I can just imagine the emotion in the room with the little kids. You know. Oh, that, and, that right by, and make no mistake about it. They make a lot. They raise a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. of the stuff they gave away the year that I was fortunate enough to go um, just blew my mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just blew my mind and how much, you know, it cost to get it. The table. And of course, it's already. Um, but just like I said, those kids priceless. Yeah. Priceless. They yeah. are. Like on cloud nine, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the, the gala that we went to and they had them little bottles of whatever that is, the little bottles that they was passing out. And I think it was, I was like, man, they, 
They passing them bottles out. They said, no, nah, them bottles is like $500 donation. I'm like, man, let me let me finish this water right here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I will say the food was fancy, but it wasn't no good. Yeah. I, I, got, yeah. I had to send you a picture of that food. It was, no. Yeah. No. Our food actually was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. but we were also, you know, I think um, near the reunion tower. Okay. So okay. That's the year that I went. I was fortunate enough to go. That's where it was. But yeah. 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 Those those kiddos, you could probably not even you couldn't tell them nothing. Right. They got to walk down, and you know, Dirk, he's also you know he participates in it, and yeah. Several of the hockey, you know, yeah. hockey players. It's just it's a good time. It's a good time. So Dak is. And now Dak, like I said, Troy passed on the torch to Dak, and so it's it's good. It's a good it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying about them being being the type of man that that men that they are to take the celebrity and the power that they have and spread it in the community. You know, like you're saying with Jalen, with the, the three women that that do that take care of his business, it's, it's, it's good stuff. You know, why not? And both of them, both of them guys are pretty well-spoken. And I don't mean by speaking English and insulting them like that. But what I mean by that is they don't talk a lot of noise. They pretty humble. You know, I hate when they say an intelligent black man is well-spoken, like we can't speak or something. But I'm saying I don't mean to use it like that. I'm just saying them guys don't don't get on there and talk crazy, you know. Right, They 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 make us proud. and It's all good. Well, well, I know I got to make a pick. Um, yeah, you know, I I feel like I feel like we got some some momentum going. So I'm gonna stick with my Cowboys. I am. I'm hoping Jalen's knee is hurt enough that we can take advantage of it a little bit. And um, I feel it's gonna be a tight one though. So let's see. I'm gonna say twenty four seventeen. Mm, okay. Okay. I don't. Cowboys win. All right. 24 17. All right. So, what I'm supposed to say right now? <laughs> I don't never, I don't never do, I don't never get it. Much as I love football, much as I talk about football, I'm terrible at this. So, I'm, I'm just going to say, same thing. How about that? Same thing. 24 17. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll that way I, we'll I can't, but I can't lose that way. Yeah. No, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. No, I'm going I'm to be, I'm going to be real. I, some say, uh, I'm going to say, uh, Cowboys win. I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be, uh, no, no, no. Cowboys win 28 to 10. I think they hold the Eagles down. And therefore, y'all can all beat me up next week when I kind of jinx the hell out the Cowboys. That's why I never pick the Cowboys. I believe in jinxes. But I'm going to say Cowboys 2018, and, and and they beat the crap out of the Eagles, and everybody in the world going to be shocked. Okay, and I'm going to stay for the whole game. I'm not going to the store. <laughs> yeah, it's 3 o'clock. It's 325, so 
get to the store before that. Yeah. All right. Well, that about that about wraps us up. I think we covered all we got to cover today. Yes, yes, there was a lot. We got to tune in next week. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, for Janelle, this is Joe. And this has been I Said What I Said. Thank you for listening.